In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who makes us all saints. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, Daylight Savings Time. It's a funny little fiction that we've all agreed to enjoy together. Well, at least, we enjoy it all together today. Because today it's fall. And in fall, we get to fall back. Which means that we get to set our clocks backwards, which means that you all are probably about an hour more rested this morning than what you usually are. You all probably got about an hour's more sleep. And you were able to enjoy that and then show up here and... Actually, for, I think, the first time ever, nobody showed up to Bible class who isn't normally in Bible class. Nobody said, oh, well, when are we going to start worshiping? Because you figured out it's daylight savings time. Now, of course, there's a time coming in the spring... And that time coming up in the spring with Daylight Savings Time, well, we won't enjoy that one so much. That time, we have to spring ahead, and that means that we actually lose an hour of sleep, and we won't be nearly as rested, and we'll all be sort of bleary-eyed on that Sunday, and wondering why it was that we decided that Daylight Savings Time was such a good idea in the first place. Well, the reason that we have it is there's actually several. And one of the the most recent ones that I found out was because one of our presidents, while we were at war, decided that in order so that the, the soldiers could write home to their families, he would declare daylight savings time. And what it enabled them to do is have enough daylight that they could write home to their families without lighting up their lanterns so that they could be found by other people. And there are all sorts of other reasons as well. There's reasons for <clears throat> continuing it to, to do it because it saves on electricity. There's reasons of doing it so that it actually helps those people that are involved in agriculture. And there's all sorts of other reasons that we've come up with both for the institution of this thing that we call Daylight Savings Time, and then also for our continuing to do it. In fact, there are only a few states in the United States, Indiana being one of them, that do not accept Daylight Savings Time. And we've all sort of agreed that this is a good thing for us to do as a nation. But is it something good for us to do as Christians? Is it something good for us to do as believers in Jesus? And I would say probably yes. Because you see, there's something that we can do with daylight savings time in our own faith that Jesus seems to be talking about in this gospel lesson. In this gospel lesson, Jesus, in the Sermon on the Mount... He's talking to a bunch of the people that have started to follow him. And realizing what was going to happen in their life, he begins to give them blessings. Blessings that we now call the Beatitudes. 
And they're found in Matthew and in Luke. And they're a little bit different from Matthew and Luke, but basically the same thing gets put across. And that same thing is this expectation of the future. Jesus says, Blessed are you who now are poor, for you will inherit the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are now hungry, for you will be filled. Blessed are you, and he goes down the line saying, Blessed are you who are now this, because you will be this. Of course, that doesn't really help if you're hungry right now. That doesn't really help for you to think to yourself, Well, I'm really, really hungry. But maybe if I just think about how good lunch is going to be, then I'll be full. That's not how it happens. But what Jesus is giving us is that is this promise. This great promise that we have. That we know that there is a future for us. And that we can even begin to live in that future. We can even begin to set our clocks forward to live in that future. But sometimes what we'd rather do is set our clocks back. Sometimes that's really what we would rather do. Especially on a day like today. On a day where the church celebrates today as All Saints Sunday. And if you've been a Lutheran or a liturgical Christian for very long, you know what we're going to be doing later on in the prayers. You know that later on in the prayers, we're going to be remembering those people that are no longer with us. We're going to be remembering those people who have gone on before us in the faith. Those people who have died. People that meant so much to us. People that we loved so much. And we're going to be setting our clocks back to the memories that we have of when they were here with us. And how great a time that was. And we're going to be setting our clocks back to imagine some of those memories that we had with them. Some of those memories that we had that meant the world to us. And in that imagination, it's going to feel like maybe they're here with us a little bit. When we imagine those memories and remember those things. But what Jesus is saying in these Beatitudes is that we don't have to. Sure, we will. Sure, we will turn back to our memories. We will turn back to those times that were good when those people were around. We will turn back our memories, perhaps not even to a time when somebody who has left us, but maybe just a better time in our lives. We will turn our lives back and look at those memories and begin to try to live in those memories. But Jesus is saying, we don't have to live there. Because our God is not a God of the past. 
Our God is a God who has done things in the past, but He is not a God of the past. He is a God of the future. He is a God who says, your present experience, well, this isn't what it's all about. But that there's a future. There's a blessed future for you. That you will be blessed when you come into the resurrection. That you will be blessed at that point in your life. If you were remembering today a loved one who has gone before you in the faith, that you will be blessed not just with the memory of them there, but that you will be blessed with the fact that they are there with you before the throne of God celebrating new life in the resurrection. And you'll be celebrating that because, like them, you have held on to this faith. You have held on to this faith that brings you through persecution. You've held on to this faith that brings you through sickness and poverty. You've held on to this faith that brings you through hunger And then, because you have held on to this faith, this faith in a God who loved you so much that He came to this world, this very world, so that you would not just be a memory, but so that you would be a future tense person. So that when you were baptized, so that when you came to faith, that you began to live in a future tense Blessed are you today and for all of eternity. Because your clocks are set forward by the Son of God who died on a cross, who died the death that you deserve, who died the death that your loved ones deserved, and then came out of that death, out of a tomb. To proclaim to you the good news that you have a future and that you have a life in that future. Amen.